this is almost like a time capsule here. This is also a big opportunity for us to just throw anything out there we want to put out yeah. into the universe. And then be able to listen back to this at the end of 2023. I'm just, I'm going to just put it out there. I've ran. And this is your call to adventure with Ant and Luke. Pew. Welcome back to the Call to Adventure podcast with your main man, Ant and Luke. Pew. We're here at the end of 2023. We've done the wrap-up, finally. This We've is... entered a time machine. We're at the end of 2023. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a long day. It's been a long day. Uh, end of 2022. We've just mapped out our 2023. That's why I've been confused. Thank you for clarifying, Ant, though. Appreciate it. It's always good to have someone pulling you up on your shit. So, thank you. Likewise. Vice versa. Yeah. Uh, this isn't our last episode. There'll be one more. We're going to do it on an adventure because what a way to wrap up 2022 with a call to adventure. But today the topic is reviewing and planning. I think we touch on reviewing how our year went because it's really cool to reflect and discuss what we originally planned because it's so easy to forget. I forgot mm. the shit that I've written down. Yeah. And I think that you do that with planning, hey. When you plan 12 months in advance, you forget some of the things that you plan. And I think that's the beauty in actually doing this is you unconsciously remember these things. And they say there's a massive percentage boost even just by writing down and having the intention of plans yep. and goals or whatever it might be. So let's start off with a review. And fuck me, we both absolutely nailed this year. Absolutely not. Should we start off with the big big wins? Yeah. yeah. You, are, you start with your big wins. Okay. I think, first of all, collectively, for the both of us, we set out to commit to 12 podcast episodes. We smashed that out of the park. We're on episode 19, technically 20 by the end of this year. Mm. So big tick with that. Adventure-wise, so we just sat down for the last hour just going over... A camera roll, but also listing down the adventures and the new experiences we've been on collectively, but also in our own time. And I think we clocked over 25, 30 yeah. each, yeah. which is and, pretty cool. And that's broad as well. I dialed my 25 adventures down to big events. Yeah. You know, I could have dialed down and dissected each individual adventure that I went on in my adventure, but I just did broader spectrum mm -hmm. and we smashed it. Yeah, I'll put it. I I put down twenty five. You put down over. 30, I have thirty five. Yeah, thirty five. Safe to say that this was the most adventurous year to date yeah. for me personally. Uh, had the most fun I've had, most expansive year yet. Mentally, physically, emotionally, definitely physically. There was a lot of fear based adventures that i went on that stretched me oh it would definitely the, the communication ones anything to do with communication public speaking social pressure was a big one so doing improv stand-up comedy was a big one physically the sub zero hikes that we did the winter retreats and yeah the half marathon was a big one mm. and wrapping it up with with the end of, of Salsa level two. Mm. And yeah, it's been huge. What are some big wins for you? So many. Let's start with the physical ones. Physical Because you did a few physical retreats, mm. activities. Yeah. Uh, we did the winter retreat. That was a massive one. Doing hikes with no shirts on in freezing weather. Doing the ice baths after that. And really just persevering through pain and discomfort, which you can't. You learn so many valuable lessons from that. Uh, the fitness retreat as well that was fucking hilarious mm. rocking up to an event with you know older women and just women and being the only single guy there that was absolute tits so had a great time there but on the other side of that there was another physical challenge and massive resilience building and understanding how much further you can actually push your physical body which was really cool I, I remember being we were doing this. it was probably the third day i think it was three day retreat all right it was a while ago but there was a point where i was doing push-ups and i had I actually had sam 
PTing me at the time, Sam Wood, and I was doing push-ups and he put weight on. It was the third set and I'm like, nah, up the ante. And I was like pushing myself literally to breaking point. I maxed out on all that and I still did it. Mm. And it's literally just a mind, the perception of your mind and how much you can actually achieve. So yeah, even just reflecting on it just now, speaking about it, there's so much in the resilience. So mm. much resilience I learned this year. I There were so many downs. It was actually a really tough year. But at the same time, it was such a beautiful year because like you said, it was expansive and expansive is growth and growth is always discomfort. Uh, but yeah, just so much resilience, I think. I'm actually going to put that as the word for the year for me. Mm. Yeah, physical, emotional, spiritual, mental, all just resilient. Yeah. When, you're, when you feel like you're down in the dumps and your head's on the canvas and you're like, am I going to be able to get up? Mm. And then you get up anyway. Every time. Just one more rep. Yeah. Just one more rep. So, yeah, that were the, the big wins for me. And obviously the communication, jumping through fears, more discomfort, yep. having to express on a stage. And when me and you were talking about it, like we have gone from just almost what feels like noobs <laughs> to men that are just in a different fucking realm. And it's really cool to be in a spot now where we can advance to another level. Yeah. But we'll stay at the review stage and yeah. That, they're the biggest takeaways for me. Yeah. One thing that's real clear is we've normalized the communication aspects. Mm. The little things that we, we set out to improve this year uh, with the public speaking, speaking on, on socials mm. to a camera, storytelling was a big one. And it's interesting now because we're at the point where if someone came to us and was like, how did, how did you become such a competent speaker? How do you, you know, speak so confidently on camera? And it's one of those things where we actually have to sit and consciously think back and reflect on on how we actually did that because it's like part of it is pretty unconscious to us now because mm. we've spent so much repetitive time mm. on the mat. Yeah, it's just but that's the answer, isn't it? It's on the mat. Yeah, it's on the mat. I will quickly just want to touch on for you though, just for you to reflect. Expression hasn't just come in business. Mm. It's been a big part of you outside of business. So I just wanted to touch on that. Yeah, yeah. Expressions is one of. No, it is my biggest values. It's my core value. And yeah, expressions, first of all, in business, just not enabling people, people's bullshit, um, just saying yes too much. And and by saying yes to something, you're also saying no to everything else that you haven't said yes to. Mm. And vice versa. You say no to one thing, then you're you're saying yes to to other things in that sense. But... Yeah, so personally for me, just relationships, just seeking out uh, help, guidance, emotional support from yourself, from people in my circle. Um, giving and receiving has probably been the most huge area of of growth for me with expression. Um, and that's, yeah, that's been something that I can sit here and confidently say that we've both gone through. Mm. Um, and just raising that capacity to to receive praise, positive feedback and love from others and therefore yourself and then you raise the capacity to give it mm. and that's been huge. Mm. Yeah. What do you think your biggest biggest takeaway is of the year? Biggest? Biggest takeaway slash... Uh, yeah, we'll just... It's just to... Yeah, I'll say it's just remembering... It, it keeps going back to that but I think I've done that more so this year than anything is just just rediscovering my personality again mm. and not just in spurts and quick bursts. It's just like really owning that as a whole now mm. showing up both in business online and in, in person in in relationships, mm. everything I feel like that's, that's, I say that because I feel like I'm only dipping my toes or feet into that now, but I think it's just been building so much mm. throughout the year yeah. that now it's really, do you feel big, like I've talked about this before about having to have gone through the work that we've gone through to then rediscover who we are so how essential for someone that's listening and they sort of feel like they don't feel like themselves mm. how do you explain that to them that it's very essential to do the work in order to sort of find yourself again without actually looking for yourself in a way. 
it's almost like clearing the old canvas, isn't it? And starting again. Mm. So if you could, if that makes sense, could you answer that for someone? Ask a question and then I'll, do, I'll give so them my best shot. If someone is not feeling their authentic self, mm. they're not feeling safe enough to express their wants or their desires. Mm. How crucial is it, or how crucial was it for you to, in a way, lose your authentic self mm. to rediscover it? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Very crucial because I think the whole thing around you can't find something until you recognize that it's lost mm. or that it needs to be found. And I think that's that was a realization I had in 2021, but I've only I only implemented at the start of 2022. So once I recognized that and acknowledged that, then I naturally leaned into all the experiences that we went on. So speaking again, being playful on uh, in a public domain, on stage, in front of groups, being able to be playful, cheeky, a joker again. That's been that's been huge, and then leaning into improv, doing comedy, and again, there's all sprinkles and and inklings that tie back to my childlike self, and and that's where you rediscover a lot of the lost parts of yourself, which you reclaim now as an adult, which therefore you are owning all those parts that you've sort of been yearning for, mm. that you've been missing, but it's always been there, so it's just reconnecting back to that. Mm. So yeah, it's it's recognizing that there's a part of you that you may have lost along the way. Mm. And yeah. when you admit it, then it's like, okay, now, yeah. now it's time to find Taking it. Ownership yeah. that you've it's ownership. Yeah. That's, that's, that's bang on. Yeah. Mm. Beautiful. Man. Yeah. Mm. For you, I'm looking at the list of adventures and, and the stage workshop was probably the, the big focal point in terms of the, one of the big personal development events that we first did. Uh, that was a two-day communication workshop. What was... If we were just to go through this list and maybe we just share some of our big memorable moments, takeaways, realizations, what was maybe something that you enjoyed and then maybe something that you took away personally? So from the stage workshop? Yeah. Oh. What did you enjoy the most out of that? There was a lot of food. There was, there was good people <laughs> there. What did I enjoy the most out of that? You sang on stage for a bit. I wouldn't say I enjoyed doing those uncomfortable things. Yeah. You know, in hindsight, it's like, fuck yeah. But during the moment, probably not the most enjoyable thing. Oh, so scary. No, freaky as. Uh, hmm. I'm going to say that's hearing Vin say when you're not on stage, the energy that you provide was almost like a turning point for me. Oh, say that again. So the energy, so, so the energy that I have when I'm conversing with people off stage and I'm being my natural self yes. and flowy and out there, that was the first time that I'd spent time in a group, like a workshop group. Yeah. yeah. Than people that I've done a lot of work with before. And Vin recognized that when I was on stage talking about how, flowy and natural and outgoing and storytelling I am when I use my actions and yeah. movements and all these sort of things. And that was sort of a click for me. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I've lost that part of myself. Mm, okay. And even though it was there at that event and with those people, uh, I realized that I'm not that on stage. I'm yeah. not that on screen. I'm not on that on reels. Oh, okay. So that was a big piece for me. And it's the little things, yeah? Because once again, the stuff that you learn is time on the mat. You don't, you don't change 50 things about yourself at once. You change one thing about yourself and consistently work at it. So to hear something like that, and that's you know, another piece of this year was finding, my, similar to you, finding my authentic self. So yeah, just hearing someone that is super comfortable on stage and who's super himself on stage to say that it's like, okay, cool. That's a big like, lesson for me. Mm. I really needed to hear that. And even just reflecting now, I didn't think mm. back to it, but that's a big piece. Yeah. Here's my thought process with that now. And here's the linking thing. That's really cool with that because after the stage workshop, it, it, it opened a, 
a Pandora's box for us because you leaned into singing after that. And then I went down the improv thing to that. And then it was interesting because you always mentioned this desire to, to sing and be on a stage. And then I always had this desire of being able to like play and be childlike again mm. through improv. And then we both committed like crazy yeah. to that after that. Yeah. Yeah. I think, and, and it just comes to comfortability, I guess, on stage. And I feel like maybe that's why we haven't been our fullest authentic self because it hasn't been that pure confidence behind character. Now it's, there's no hassle. Because it, it literally is a, it's a f- metaphorical stage when you put a camera in your mm. face. It's unnatural. Mm. It's very foreign. It's a foreign place. It's almost like standing on a stage in front of people. Mm. So yeah, of course, it's there's going to be a disconnect with translating that from how we are showing up around people we're comfortable with and then yeah. putting that on stage. So yeah. that, it's insane to, to say that because I'm just thinking how much that would have played such a pivotal role in the way we're able to competently speak and hence why the feedback now was like, well, you guys are like, you got your guys' podcast, you guys speak so well on, on live, on camera, mm. through your content. So it's cool to just see that compounded effect yeah. come to fruition. Yeah. Mm, a lot of awareness. See, it's cool to be able to just like vocally speak about all of this mm. because naturally things come up again that we sort of yeah. maybe brush past. Yeah. And this is super important why reflection is reflection and review is so important. How do you think you're going to improve with that review? I love, like, I listen to every one of our podcasts again. Oh, I love, yeah, I love that. One, because I love listening to it. Yeah. Two, because I want to review on how I spoke. And yeah. Then three, because it's just like important too. Yeah. Um, to get better. Yeah. So, and rehearsal and review is yeah, a huge thing that yeah. we learned at the stage. And you're workshop. not going to get any better without out that. Yeah. You know. So. Yeah, I think. Ah, uh, yeah. I, I can only see it getting better. Yeah. Uh, like I'm at a stage now where I'm really starting to refine things, and the filler words are slowly dying out. Like mm. they are slowly dying out. I just said one then, but <laughs> sometimes it's it's all right. Um, and another one there, but. <laughs> But yeah, you get better. You, you notice it, you raise the awareness on it and it just becomes more and more comfortable. And then the more comfortable you are, the more natural this comes yeah. out. And there's so many things that I've worked on and I listen to myself and I go, oh, fuck, I went higher there and then lower there. And it's really cool. It's just sick, man. It is a superpower. The su- Yeah, it is a... The awareness itself is a superpower because after, after learning about the one percenters and how world-class speakers communicators and facilitators operate and the things they're dialing in and then we take that on board like the week after that we were just we were just yeah (laughs) we were just constantly ocding ourselves and just just looking back at our stories and be like oh yep there's another one there's another one all these fillers and all these like vocal tics and Mm. things with our body language but that's what it takes to to be at that that level and that's where we're going so I think that's really cool. Just even even hearing that then, and you know, you talk about photos and chicks will take like a thousand photos to put on their Instagram. But I kind of get that in analogy in that aspect because I might shoot the same video 20 times, but I've learned so much in doing that because I fucked up, I fucked up, I fucked up, I fucked up, I've done it again. And it, it almost is seeking perfection, but it, it's also, I want to improve. And I want to provide a good result for the people. So everything that I do needs to be good. Mm. That's the standards. But I, even just thinking then, you learn so much by just doing stories and fucking it up and then redoing it. I don't mm. think... Sometimes it's good to just free flow it. And I think that's... I've started... I'm enjoying doing lives now because there's no fucking... Yeah, there's no yeah. fuck ups. So put yourself under more pressure. But yeah, it's just make mistakes and learn. Put time on the mat and just keep doing it. Yeah. Because you don't notice you have to keep improving but you don't notice until you review mm. and to think where we were so i look at some of my stories like 18 months ago and i go fuck me that's painful to watch yeah so the the coolest part about this is is because we've implemented all of these learnings yeah. to a t so the evidence shows itself like you can go on each of our Instagrams. Even listen to our first podcast and then listen to this one. Yeah. You can notice the difference. So, yeah, so we've... And this is the beauty of documenting, mm. you know, because we've because we've implemented and taken a fuck ton of action. It's all documented there, 
ready for us to to revisit so yeah it's it's cool to to be able to just recap on that um yeah communication has been a big part yeah. of this year anything else you want to add on that before i move to the next one what yeah i think that that covers enough yeah this this good podcast could end up going for ages okay so another thing that we've completely overlooked and i've also forgotten and i haven't mentioned yet is two weeks after that we go on the hunting trip Mm. which i think for me was the most spiritually eye-opening experience for me this year yeah and i say that with a lot of weight because a lot of the workshops and events and experiences I've done have been more so mentally challenging, emotionally expansive. Mm. Whereas this one was surprisingly really spiritually mm. uh, spiritual for me mm. in the sense of just connecting back to land, back to nature, back to animals, mm. having that connection to the food. Mm. Um, what changed? Explain what that's changed for you now. Well, yeah. I well diet has been a big change uh just my awareness and my decision making when it comes to to food quality of food where the food comes from so the source organic is like a non-negotiable part of me going to farmers markets whole foods uh the refined stuff uh have you had raw milk yet no not yet I haven't I haven't jumped straight back into dairy yet. There's a place. There's a place in Geelong, and it's just like it's pretty much raw. It's just been gently pasteurized. It's even thick. Mm. Some of it's thick. Do they call it? Because you know, some of it's illegal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, so well, it's, it's gently pasteurized. Oh, okay, so okay. It's like, so it's borderline. borderline okay. But it's just it's pretty much it tastes fucking delicious. Yeah, it's crazy. Anyway, continue to say. Yeah, so, yeah, diet's just been a big one. Yeah. Uh, but that's only something I've recently implemented in the last two, three months. But the hunting trip was surprisingly the start of the year. Mm. So I see how that's come full circle uh, now. But spiritually for me is just being out there and learning how animals live and how in tune they are to the natural world and just realizing how we're the ones who are more out of touch than animals themselves. Yeah, we look at deer just grazing on land or pigs rolling in mud and we look down on them as if they're animals like dirty animals yet we're the ones that are so disconnected from the earth and and the land and our food Mm -hmm. and our bodies so it's just it's just given me that greater perspective to to how i'm just operating and showing up in in my own world so that to me is just like the spiritual part of that is just having that greater awareness and greater connection to connect i'm glad you said connection that's mm. the word i'll just quickly touch on the only story for me because you've covered that so well a very similar aspect but for me there was one moment when i had a deer i saw a fucking deer oh. in the daylight and i didn't take the shot because i fucked up and i thought i'd lost it but anyway in that moment there was something majestic about that fucking deer it was glowing it was just it was just in its own world. It was just... And I was just... I was mesmerized by it. Honestly, I was just... Like you said, that spiritual connection. I just felt... Wow. And I think that was such a cool experience. And I didn't get the shot. And that's okay. It's not the last time that I'll do it. It's just beautiful. It was just beautiful being out in nature. It was beautiful being in the presence of a deer. Because you, you know how hard it is to see a deer? Because they're so mm. so agile and they, they can hear so far away and you have to be so quiet and you have to... Yeah, it was just so cool. It's such a cool experience. Oh, I'm, yeah, I'm glad you said that. Mm. Yep, yep, yep. I'm glad you said that because... Yeah, yep. Uh, one thing I will add is another big takeaway for me is piggybacking off you is what that deer hunt taught me and what the deer taught me was that hesitation is costing me way too much in my personal life business relationship just everything every every part of my life hesitation just comes with too much of a cost and the physical evidence of that on that trip is same with you i first had an opportunity to take my first deer and then it was literally fractions of a second before that opportunity was done 
and then we you know there was time on the clock and we were up against time and then there was so much more urgency and then i i had to feel like i was in a rush and then it came to the second opportunity and then i was like okay if i hesitate here then this is something that i've created a pattern here like i need to just go and and the whole jump and justify concept which i then learned through improv and again this is all coming full circle again but it just taught me that being timid and and hesitant and the thing that i've been doing all my life has just been costing me so much up until this point and now's the time to really finally um Mm. rectify that so that was a moment for me personally to to own that and to really use that as an opportunity to to break through that wall um so yeah it's and again the spiritual aspect of that is that deer didn't say anything to me it didn't give me a look just by being in its present and learning its way of life and then having that experience face to face and then it just providing me that lesson was yeah just super super cool to take away mm-hmm. and how that applied post that trip is whenever i'm hesitating on filming a story or getting on camera or speaking it's just like no just go take the shot press the button jump and justify mm. yeah there was a lot of cool metaphors and analogies i think that we took away from that yeah yeah mm. yeah and then that hunting trip man it led us to a lot of more natural adventures and experiences we did we did hikes we did a camp trip so you can sort of see the theme that that carried on from that hunting trip um and yeah for me i a big another big uh adventure for me was going to the to the states for the first time and and seeing that was a big that was big for you yeah that was a big shift for you yeah yeah you came back a different human so i'm looking at my camera roll and then i was just seeing the the things i was putting out after that and i was like wow that was the big switch for you man yeah i remember i remember you coming back and you just being you were on a high from the trip itself Mm. but there was just a switch just remember it i remember it coming back we did a podcast here after yeah yeah yeah. you were talking about you know smoking doobies (laughs) and the staircases and shit yeah and just how you know, you're a big fan of Gary Vee and being in, seeing what he's done and you were just inspired by the people that The people met, that he met. was able yeah. to just like put together. Yeah. And you know, you met a great bunch of dudes and you obviously still in connection with them and you were just inspired and motivated and mm. you know, just everything changed. Yeah, I think that was a huge match, like a huge spark of the match for me. Create, creatively, uh, yeah, I was just really inspired from that. Mm. Um, and it, yeah, just on a personal note, just traveling solo for the first time to the states it's it's always one of those things that push you like jumping on the plane and realizing like oh like this is it's just you so now you you have that added pressure of putting yourself out there and meeting people mm. but i think when you just like again it's just like what what energy do you want to bring to mm. to certain environments and, and places and when you really start to just make the decision that you're just going to uh, just bring a high vibe, high energy. Naturally, people just like show up to you, and that's what happened. There was no time or or place where I had to think about what I was doing and force anything. Yeah, it it naturally just flowed. So that uh, was that was really cool. I feel like that's where we're at now. Finally, mm. that was a grind. You know, it, just to feel feel ourselves again, to make make it fun, to understand as well put the work in to understand what we're doing at a, at a level that it makes it unconscious and things are a lot more flowy now and then now we get to just up up level that to another level this year which is very exciting yeah mm. during that time that was your health retreat which you touched on yeah and then also we had the winter retreat straight after that yeah well i mean we've done a podcast on the winter retreat we won't go too into depth mm. in that but there was obviously a lot of resilience built in that great connections built in that as well i think the final pieces that I'd touch on for the review this year were obviously the two major events that we did at the end of the year, which were Summit and Vitality. 
<laughs> it's so hard to explain these events. They're they're spiritual, they're emotional, they're physical, they're mental, they're everything combined into one thing and Yeah, it's very interesting. Fuck, I even did an embodiment day this year as well. But I think if I'm going to take any takeaways from those two things, it's just a one massive takeaway. And that is... Uh, I, I lost my empathetic side. I lost what it means to be empathetic. And I've always been empathetic. Like, I've always cared. And not like I was an asshole, but more like... I genuinely just didn't give a fuck about anything. Mm. At what point did you realize this? After these events. Oh. Sort of during them slash after them. Because once again, it was like losing yourself. And then understanding actually what re- receivership is. Mm. And being able to receive not only love, but to receive the pain that others are going through. Mm. And understand where they're at. And I've always understood it. Like I've never been a dick. Like I'm not saying I've been a dick and I haven't like fully cared about what's going on. But... I've just isolated myself. I didn't want to have to deal with it. I didn't want to have to care about anything. And that was just hiding. There's no no responsibility in that whatsoever. There's Mm. no responsibility in hiding and isolating yourself because it's easy. Mm. There's no responsibility in... Like the responsibility lies within spending time with your family and working through things that you, you both don't agree with. It's communicating, right? It's spending time with them and getting sick because they're sick and spending time with others and having the tough conversations that people need to spread the word that we're learning. Mm. And then seeing the challenges that people are going through and there's such minor challenges and not allowing them to play victim but also understand that it is challenging for them because, of, you know, like we're up here now. It, it, but even just to say that, right, like that's where I thought, right? It's like, oh, I'm up here now. I don't need to deal with these problems. Oh. And you see a lot of people, they will, like I get it. It's like it's you still want to distance yourself from people and, and do your own thing and surround yourself with people that are high, high achievers and all that sort of stuff. But uh, yeah, it was just, I isolated myself for so long. From my family, from loved ones, and it was like a lonely path. I, so it was, <clears throat> I isolated myself from women for so long because I was just in, and I needed to go into the cave. And like it's so, it's so okay, but yeah, that's that was a big takeaway for me. It's mm. just like the receivership of understanding what it means to receive love, but also to receive pain from others. Mm. Yeah, so that was interesting for me to hear because. I think you touched on it, but yeah, maybe it was just, yeah, I haven't heard that to that depth in a while, but yeah. What were you going to say? No, I was just, I just didn't, for me, that's a surprise to hear because I always thought, perceived you as like empathetic and always wanting to take the time to sit down with people, but then for you to, to recognize that and to voice it publicly, it's interesting to hear. Selected people I always have. Mm. But yeah, just being very selective with my time. I, yeah, I, it was more family stuff. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But, fa- yeah. That's, yeah. After seeing um, how big of a role family played for you this year. Yeah. yeah. It makes a lot of sense. Yeah. But yeah, no, it's just good to be back in, in that place of understanding where everyone's at on their own journey. And like, I need to be there as a coach. Mm, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Being able to sit with people in the dark, not just the light. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. What about you? Any other takeaways from the year? And then we'll wrap it up and we'll talk about the the year to come, the exciting year to come. Yeah. Um we touched on it last week, but keywords that have come up is intimacy, which means just being more personable. Uh online offline in person um lucidity which was a big word last week that was a big word last week just being able to allow yourself to just be free and flow and allow for things to just sink in and and just happen um and i think 
reviews. I think just just as a whole, it's just. I think the recurring theme now and the thing that's normal is just things keep growing at an exponential rate now. Um, and we we had a conversation off off mic before how we're our mindset towards like money and 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 work and shadow careers are totally different now because it's all just like how can we carry on this momentum and how can we fuel the things that light us up and how everything's just going to intertwine uh yeah whereas before it was just like separate things like oh this money is a means to to an end to pay off personal expenses but now everything's just like Mm. how how can we connect everything and make everything work um yeah as a whole so Mm. yeah i think that's pretty much it for me with the review again there's so many adventures that we we could talk about it for hours yeah what would you just before we continue on to 2023 what would you give 2022 if it was a word for you personally for me uh just courage courage just based on what i've done mm. i love that yours resilience yep yeah yep thrown to the depths and i'm still here yep mm. literally you like swim to the depths yeah. you, you did a whole <laughs> you did a dive yeah. course yeah. <laughs> did dive course yeah um Far out. There's just uh, there's way too, there's so many other things. Are you sure there's nothing else you want to touch on? Oh man, like I, I could, but yeah, like at what end, like when does it end? Yeah. You know? Cool. We'll, we'll leave it at that. All right. So we'll go into some big things for 2023. Uh. Yeah. What's your What's your main focus? For me, I'll quickly say, I know for me it's business is one of them yeah but more so getting finances in check yeah they're the two for me yeah it's the same because i we did everything we set out to achieve but it was uh, business was i think it was the same for you business was the one thing that we didn't achieve to the level that we wanted to achieve on a on more so on like a financial note yeah and i don't think i just don't think it was the year Mm. like it wasn't the year for us because everything else had to happen for us to be in the position where we are now to actually be ready for this year. Mm. And I'm a big believer in that. You're not ready until you're ready. So I feel like it's all just happening. We spoke about it last week. It's just things are building. Things are fully falling into place finally. And it's just a matter of when, not if yeah. now, which is really exciting. But at a place where it's not maintaining it's like let's go yeah yeah <laughs> let's fucking go and i know you're <laughs> you're the same like we're ready to go it's like this hunger yeah this devotion and yeah. this hunger i will before we continue and if people are listening to this there's a few questions that we think you should ask yourself i wrote this up quickly but it's like for us we've got um personally we've got our podcast branding um, I've, we've both got our personal branding, we've both got our business goals, and we've both got our personal goals. So we've categorized it into four goals, pretty much. When answering those questions, ask yourself these questions. Once you've selected something, once you've set a goal, for instance, our goal next year is 50 podcasts, ask these questions. How do we achieve this? What steps need to be taken? Is this scary for you? Have we reverse engineered it? And is it achievable? These are the... Oh, it's actually five questions. But they're the five... Is it five? Yeah, it's five. They're the five questions that you should ask yourself because you want to be setting a goal that terrifies the fuck out of you because you don't want to... If you're not setting goals that are terrifying the fuck out of you, they're way too easy. But you don't want to make them impossible. So it needs to be achievable. You need to reverse engineer them to make sure that they're achievable. And you need to know the steps that need to be taken. So they're the five questions you should be asking. So personally, me and Anne, for this podcast, we've dedicated 50 podcasts. That's one a week. They're like To us, that's 
that's pretty scary. Like that's scary because that's mm. a commitment. That's a fucking commitment, weekly commitment for fifty weeks. Like there's no getting out of that. Mm. So it's like you make a commitment, you gotta like honor that commitment. So, all right, yeah. One, it's scary. One, is it achievable? Yes, it's scary, but it's achievable. Like, what are the steps that need to be taken? We need to take the steps that are. We need to organize an afternoon a week to get this done. And then the other questions were, have we reverse engineered it? Yep, we've reverse engineered it. And then like, what are the steps need to be taken? So you want to be setting goals that are like challenging as fuck. They scare you, but they are achievable. You're not stretching yourself too far. Yep. Um, yeah. Because so, that's more than double our output from this year. Yeah. And we want to step it up and take the podcast to the next level by introducing video. Videos on YouTube, yeah. 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 And that'll only grow. We're going to get guests as well. So we need it and we want to get some like high, high profile guests. So it was like conversing with people yeah, and just like getting names out there and, you know, just figuring out how the fuck to get them on. So yeah. Yeah. But, um, I mean, fuck, <laughs> is there anything you want to touch on? Um, some other prompts that I've done for myself that has been part of the review process is just asking myself what has worked in 2022 and um yeah i've just gone to real just lengths with this one uh because the more you and i'm doing it through dot points and i and the way i do this is just go through my camera roll which you have as well and you just see what you've physically done and then more on a mental note what you've taken away out of that so i'm just listing dot points through through each event that has happened so what has worked, what needs work? Oh, what were our biggest time wasters and inefficiency? We had a conversation about that. Mine is definitely the phone, mm. definitely tech, TikTok, yeah. uh, mainly the use in the morning and evenings because I know how much that dictates the rest of my days. How about for you? Big, biggest time wasters, inefficiencies? Biggest time wasters, definitely phone and just being used to that. Um, there are a lot of... It's always it's always the phone because it's such a distraction. But I just I feel like it doesn't need to be as well. Yeah, it's just utilizing time better, mm. and <clears throat> and actually like just yeah, it's just as simple as putting my phone away in a different room. But then it's like you use your phone for the editing and stuff. It's just it gets so <laughs> challenging. But yeah, that's definitely something that I want to work on. I've started slipping away like i've always got a good morning routine where i don't really use my phone for the first 90 minutes but yeah i've slowly started slipping into that yep. yeah yeah i will 100 percent put my hand up take some ownership that to me it's almost borderline addiction in the way that i'm picking up my phone i'm using my phone 10 hours a day mm. i don't know where you're at but like i go like up and down between 10 and 8 a day mm which is a fucking lot. It's just there's just there's just a knowing that I'm spending way yeah. too much unnecessary time yeah. on it. But then it's also how much are you gonna like? I don't blame myself though. I go into a big rut of being like, "Oh, you're a fucking idiot. You're a fucking idiot." But I like, I just don't speak to myself like that. I'm like, "No, you're adjusting. Mm. You're adjusting." Um, and it's only time. Time will tell. But I'm gonna I'm gonna hit it off by <laughs> throwing some of my my big big outcomes for this year. Right. So we spoke about our uh, call to adventure podcast and stuff like that. For me, personal brand, I want to hit 700 pieces of content next year. 700. So that's break it down for us. Break it down. It's it's just under 350, or it's 350 reels and then 350 stills or three whatever it might be. But the idea is to do like a still and a um, reel every day, pretty much. 365 stories to so have my stories active the entire year. I want to do 50 lives. I want to do 25 guest appearances on podcasts. And then I want to do 20 vlogs. That, that's a fucking lot. <laughs> that is a lot. But that's pretty much my focus is I've got my events dialed the fuck in pretty much. I know what they're going to be. They're pretty self-explanatory. And they just run off me. So I know how they're going to run. How many events? Uh, I'm going to run six events next year. So not many, very, very selective. And I'll do some one-on-one -on -one coaching online in between. Um, yeah, the get to a thousand followers. So gain... Like Where a, are you at right now? 7.30, I think. 
So gain another 370. Yep. Start 500 conversations. Okay. 100 sales calls. Did you say 900? 100 sales calls. All oh, right. <laughs> 500 conversations started, 100 sales calls. That's two sales calls a week. Um, and then 100K revenue. Yeah. Yep. What about you? What are your business goals and personal brand goals? All right. So for me, I've, I just checked, I ran in the stats just briefly. I've done over a hundred video pieces of video content. So I would love to double that, but I also would love to ramp up the quality of my content. So yeah, definitely, uh, definitely implement the improv acting entertainment side into the, into the personal development coaching based content. Um, skits, I keep mentioning skits. I want to do, definitely want to explore some more skits with videos. Um, in terms of followership, I think it's just to just, just slow and steady, just constantly just build up my audience. Do I have a number for that? I don't really, but, um, in terms of my business, so... Um, yeah, I don't really have a, I don't really have much number goals for, for the brand itself. It's more so just output of, of content showing up consistently. Uh, the last 90 days I did 435 stories, which is, I don't even know stories. stories. Um, so I'm just thinking that times four, 12. 12, 16, that's 16, that's 1600 stories a year. Um, now nah, for me, I'm just going to keep it simple. I'm just going to just up the quality of my content while upping the, the output and videos is just like a big, big piece of, of my strategy with just, yeah, I think video for me is my preferred and my most favorable channel. Writing, I definitely want to improve. Mm. Speaking, always want to improve. But yeah, for me, it's just up, upping the, the quality of my videos. Yeah, yeah. Man, that's big for me. I, I, I'm very happy with my writing, but it's more my video editing has to be yep. upped. So that's the plan. And that's why I want to do the vlogs as well, mm. just to get a better understanding. <clears throat> yeah. Mm. What about personal goals? A big... So my big physical goal is taking taking the running to the next level. So I did the half marathon this year. And now I want to do the the big the big mama the forty two k, and also uh, yeah. So that's a big physical one for me. And then it's also to fuck. It's probably to okay. It's probably to expand my um my comedy set. So right now I have a five minute set, five minute worth of material. And I'd like to double that and, and find more new material, refine it, get some new jokes and be able to deliver a 10 minute set. I also would like to publicly deliver two more stories. So we both did one each at on the stage workshop in Adelaide this year. I want to be able to, uh, craft and refine two more stories that i can tell on a stage or at a workshop because i 100 percent know the workshops that will run there'll be a lot of storytelling on yeah. it so i want to be able to open with a story maybe in the middle break it up with another story and then mm. at the end wrap it up with this huge inspiring uplifting story mm. so i love that i'm gonna chuck that in while something to work towards as well And for me is also, so January 28th is already locked in for my first in-person workshop. And then I want to deliver another three throughout the year. So that's going to be, it's pretty cool that we're doing it on the same day. Yeah. There's a lot Both. of events happening on the 28th. Really? Yeah. Is, uh, Tom's, Tom's, Jacob's, Jacob's. Yeah, right. There's a lot happening on the 28th. A lot of energy moving around. Mm. 
what was your big physical experience I, adventure I, that I, you even committed? just thinking of it then i want to get to 100 kg in weight so mm-hmm. that's put on like another six kilos and then hit like 100 kg bench press so that's still the goal but yeah we talked about it before the kokoda trail <laughs> i think that'd be fucking sick and that might inspire me to do base camp base camp at everest but i'm not 100 percent sure on that just yet yep and that is you are risking your life at, at, at an extent so we'll see um yeah and then do like the deserts in egypt i'd love to oh, yeah. fucking go on a camel in the middle of nowhere and just go on a spiritual fucking journey so okay so this is almost like a time capsule here this is also a big opportunity for us to just throw anything out there we want to put out yeah into the universe what do you what and then be able to listen back to this at the end of 2023 all right what are we what are i'm we? just I'm going to just put it out there. I've ran, I've ran the four workshops and the first workshop is just going to, is almost going to be the floodgates moment for me. I think it's going to shatter all these limiting beliefs and paradigms within me. And it's just going to be like, yeah, you are a fucking educator. Mm. You're a teacher, you're a facilitator. And now it's time to really recognize that and keep that going. And I think I'm, I think I'm just going to take a lot of, belief and and power from from running those workshops and yeah i just i'm just having a lot more belief that the potential i have as as an educator teacher coach facilitator Mm. uh, yeah i think that's going to do wonders for me and the impact and the energy that's going to occur from those events is going to be really cool the second usa trip that's a big one that i'm i'm committing to indiana uh, Washington, Maryland, and, and New York. Yeah. So that's going to be a big one for me. Um, I've read 15 books. 15. I did 12. I've read, I've read 15 books. I've, I've read, read seven this year, so that's going to double it. Uh, see, I set out 12 last year as well, and I read like two in the first month. Yep. I, was, like, I did one. I was like, one a month. That's all I need to do. Yep. And I did... I did one in the first, like I did one a month and then I started reading the third and then I just lost, I lost it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. What, any other, anything else you want to throw out? I'm going to throw like a similar aspect out into you. I might even just like leave a little message for myself. Go on. Yes. Do it. Hey mate. (laughs) What's going on? This is December 29th. Yep. 2022, Luke Cosmanis speaking to late december luke 2023 you did it you did it everything that you have been working towards you finally achieved this year you ran your events you changed so many lives you built so much confidence around yourself and you're once again finally where you want to be just Mm. at a higher level because i'm right where i want to be right now but i know where you're going to be is at an even higher level You've achieved so much more than you could have ever imagined. You've surpassed all of your goals for this year because, yeah, you've set big goals, but you're going to surpass them. So congratulations on that. Um, yeah. Much love. Much love. Like, I know that you're going to put in the grind this year. You're going to put in the grind, but you're also going to be still and be gentle on yourself. You're just going to find the perfect balance and you're going to push through any excuses and yeah, I'm proud of you. He doesn't need any advice. He, he already knows what he's, what's going to get done. Yeah. He already knows. Yeah. Anthony, what a year, hey? What a year. 2023. 23, the goat number. And guess what? You've entered goat status, mate. <laughs> You know it. You believe it. Yeah, you can smile like a, like that cheeky, playful kid that you've always been. Because you did it. You've become the, the storyteller. You've become the teacher, the educator, the expressor. You've embodied it. But not only that, you are teaching others to, to do the same. And you're heart-led. You lean into the face of fear. You carry yourself with, with courage and man the adventures you've gone on in 2023 the improv the comedy the hunting trips 
And look how it's all played a part in the way you show up in your business, in your events, for your clients, for your friends, for your family. And now you now you're really feeling unstoppable, aren't you? Yeah, you are. Yeah, you're I know it. Boy. You, you <laughs> naughty dirty thing. <laughs> but yeah, what a what a cool year, hey? And it's um it's off the back of all the the foundations you've laid in twenty twenty two. So there's no real surprises here. It's more just so uh yep, there it is. Yep. It's happening. No surprises. Let's keep it going. It's not let's fucking go. It's keep fucking going. Mm. Yeah. Mm. KFG. Are you like like actually feeling it? Yeah. Not just saying it, actually. No, you just, yeah, it's just such a difference because you used to, again, goals conventionally associated with just so much failure and shame to the point where people don't even voice it. Mm. So therefore they're not really owning it on an individual level. But when you combine outcome setting with the belief, naturally you just speak with much more conviction and fire. Mm. And then, and that's when it becomes fun because you can actually have fun with it. Yeah. Just yeah. put it out there. Just put it out there. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Mm. All right. Yeah. Time capsule. Time ca- I think locked in. Time capsule is locked in. See, you record this shit. It's there for the for you to review. Yeah. So. And this is episode twenty when we release it, no, but when we. Be- Will it be 19 or 20? It's going to be 19. It'll be 19. But same time... It'll be 70 next year. Yeah. We'll same like time a year later. Okay, what's your prediction? 70. 70? Yeah. We're getting it done. All right. It's already done in my mind. I Okay, based off that, I just already know 50's done. Yeah. I know there's going to be a few video-based episodes, which will be really cool. Yeah. Oh, and the feedback already. Like, we've had feedback... From the public in spurts, but it's gonna be. A- oh, we're gonna be upping it as well. Like, mm. there's gonna be, we're gonna be changing shit up as well. Yeah, we're gonna. There's gonna be a lot of reviewing during the year. Yeah, and reflecting and and gonna be some dynamic conversations. Fuck, yeah. we should try and get Andrew Tate on here. <laughs> <laughs> will he still? Will he still be around? Who Who will be the point of conversation? Yeah, he will be probably still Elon Musk. Mm. Mm. Oh wait, any predictions of twenty twenty three? I don't even want to know. Are you going to be using chat GPT and AI chatbots? Yeah. 2020. 100%. Yeah. Why wouldn't you? Mm. Just, I'm going to, I'm not going to, I'm going to utilize it. I'm not just going to use it yeah. and copy and paste and shit. I think there's going to be even more of a uprising from, from individuals and, and thought leaders and people who are very vocal on, on challenging topics. I think... I think leaders are going to be a very big topic on who we... I think leadership itself has already started to be redefined by a lot of people, but I think from the masses, they're going to start recognizing that they need to start stepping up as as leaders. It's going to... Honestly, for a lot of people, I know it doesn't exist in my reality, but I know a lot of people are going to grind, have to grind for the next two years. Mm. It's It's not going to be easy. It's, it really is not going to be easy. There's a lot of shit going on that is causing a lot of grief and a lot of problems in a lot of people's lives. And you have an opportunity now to make the decision to put your head down and fucking do some work and get shit done and grind out these next two years and then come out of it a, an elite, pretty much. Mm. That's my, my honestly, I'm, I'm playing a two-year game from this point. From this point, I'm, I'm doing a two-year game where I'm showing the fuck up for the next two years. I'm putting everything into it. And I can only imagine where I'm going to fucking be in two years. But that's what I'm doing. What's what's your, what's your the greatest investment to make over these two years? For me personally or for someone listening? For you personally. Oh, it's always myself. It's always leveling up. To the Wouldn't level. you recommend that to the person next to you then? Yeah, that's to double down. To double down. Invest in yourself. Do the work on yourself. Come to our events. Learn a lot of shit about yourself. Learn what you're capable of. Learn what you want to do in this life. Learn to wake up with excitement and joy in your life, even through the toughest of times. Learn to build resilience. 
Learn to get on top of your finances. Learn to do all of this shit that's possible for you. Because it is possible for you. So, yeah. Get down to it. Get shit done. And keep listening to these bodies. Yep. The best asset to invest in is always yourself. Yeah, 100%. That won't change. That's going to that's going to be an even greater priority in twenty twenty three. Yep. One hour mark. Let's do Done. it. Done. Wrap it up. Yep. Beautiful. All right, that's episode nineteen, second last episode of twenty twenty two. Thanks, team. We will catch you on the next one. Ciao.